in Major League Baseball. According to Ken Rosenthal, a player who's friendly with Oraldis Chapman, told him that the left-hander is, quote, 1 million percent planning to opt out of his contract after the season. Chapman will be forfeiting two years and $30 million. But at the age of 31, he'd probably expect to make more on the open market. Kevin Gaussman is making his way back from a foot injury. He struck out 10 batters over seven innings Tuesday in a rehab start at AAA Gwinnett. And according to Jeff Wilson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, the Rangers have discussed demoting Nomar Mazzara to the minor leagues. Mazzara has tallied 12 home runs, 51 RBIs, and 51 runs scored in 86 games this season, but he sits at 310 for his on-base percentage. And in the NBA, newly signed free agent Reggie Bullock is reportedly expected to miss at least the first month of the 2019-2020 season. The Knicks still haven't revealed exactly what medical ailment Bullock is dealing with. I'm Dan Strafford, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. BFF's Action Hour is now live from Studio 34. Frank Stample, Greg Sussman here with you, Frank. NBA Summer League is complete. I know you're pumped about the MVP, as you told me. Of course, baby. Brandon Clark. I said it yesterday down in the pit, but you didn't acknowledge it, so I just assumed you were ignoring me, as usual. I don't know if that's usual. I was, I, a lot of the times I'm like doing work and I'm busy, and Frank gives me random stuff like, Greg, guess who the summer of the MVP is? I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? This is what we're, we're talking about. I mean, about. it's it's very valuable information, Greg. It's going to be very valuable for fantasy basketball as well. Brandon Clark, baby, let's go. No, doesn't do it for you. No, Frank. All right, right, I tried. I know, man. I, I know. How was the uh, Dave Matthews tribute band yesterday? And what Dave Matthews tribute band? <laughs> that was my uh, that was my reason for you not being here. Oh. You went to a Dave Matthews tribute band. True story. I have seen a Dave Matthews tribute band when I was in college. Oh my gosh. I saw a Dave Matthews. When I think it can't get any worse, you pull that out. I saw a Dave Matthews tribute band. Before, oh no! Before I no! saw the Dave Matthews band. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. True story. I usually go camping every year. Couldn't do it this. It was actually this past weekend because it was my buddy's wedding. And every year for the past three years we've gone, and they put on like this music festival there. And there's a bunch of tribute bands. Sure. And they're awesome. There was a, Last year, there was a Rage Against the Machine tribute band. Awesome. Yeah. Especially when you're drunk. They get even better. And there was a uh, Primus tribute band. Greg, do you know anything about Primus? I don't, I don't, I don't know who that is. Really? Yeah. Nothing at all? No. They do the opening song for South Park. They do a lot of, uh, I'll call it interesting music. Probably classified as like rock, Ab- I guess. Ab- is that what you're looking for? Metal, rock. I don't know. I like Primus. They're they're interesting. Check them out, Greg. I mean, Danny knows they are huh? our musical expert. They're they're actually they're pretty well known, Greg. 
I mean, not as well known as Dave Matthews Band, of course. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Your boy Chris Archer's on the mound right now, Greg. How's it going, Frank? Uh, he is winning 4-2. to two. If he gets through this, well, he'll get through this inning. He has 80 pitches right now in the fifth. It's actually very bad because I'm going against him in one of my home leagues, so I was really hoping that he would just be Chris Archer again and get blown up. It's not, it's not happening. You know what? Good for Chris Archer. It is worth noting that this is his second start coming out of the All-Star break. I read an article about he, how he's going back to what works for him. Not really sure what that is. I don't know why you wouldn't always do that. But this is now two starts to lead off the second half where he's pitched pretty well. You remember his last start against the Cubs? It kind of all fell apart in that final inning, and the bullpen didn't do him any favors after he left with some runners on base. But there's now two starts in a row where Chris Archer has looked pretty good again. Good for Chris Archer. I traded away Jeff Samarja today in that deal. Wow, how could you, Greg? I know. After you bashed me in the preseason for even mentioning Jeff Samarja's name. I know. Baby Shark, Jeff Samarja. You picked him up and used him and streamed him. And and now you used him as trade bait. That's right. How dare you? I I feel better about that. How dare you? Are there any good major league starters that I can know about? (laughs) That's such a vague question. What does it mean? I mean, like, yeah, I get Nate, Garrett Cole, Greg, Justin Verlander. Like they're pitcher, all great starters. Like pitchers that, like, in a fantasy league would be out there. I mean, we can uh, scroll through the most added list on Yahoo and see if anyone stands out. Currently, I'm like looking at just Jake Junis, I guess. Daniel Ponce de Leon was one of the more oh, popular ones. Yeah, he's owned. He currently allowed four earned runs today in less than four innings, so that wasn't great. Uh, yeah, to me, it's either it's it's Jake Junis, it's Felix yeah, Pena. Yeah, well, Jake Junis would be great if he faces the White Sox every start, Greg. He doesn't, it seems, Frank. He doesn't. You're yeah. right about that. that so that, that's kind of my issue at the moment. How about Homer Bailey? With the A's. He's the fourth most added pitcher on Yahoo. People are really buying because, the A's Because thing, he huh? starts today. That's why I hate that about the Yahoo most added, Greg. It's just whoever's starting that day. Obviously. That's who people pick up. Yes. But, I mean, people on Yahoo will stream anybody. It's not overly helpful. Homer Bailey, really. Oh, Eric Fetty. Thanks. Fetty Wap. Second most added player. Second most added pitcher on Yahoo. Because he pitches today. Makes sense. Against the Orioles, which I don't actually hate. Looking at, like, Cal Quantrill, Daniel Mengden. I don't hate Cal Quantrill in the right matchups. Yeah, me either. His next matchup is doesn't really Doesn't really have great minor league numbers. Doesn't have a lot of, doesn't have strikeout upside. I've been looking at Dakota Hudson a lot because the ERA is low. Yeah. But how about this, Craig? His ERA is 3.48. His whip is 1.51. Something is clearly off there. Doesn't seem right. <laughs> like, based on his 1.5 whip, his ERA should be like 4.5. Or, you know, closer to 5. Yeah, 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 of course. But, yeah, I mean, look, he's pitched well. But he's only got 73 strikeouts and 98 and a third, and he's pitched. All right. So I guess the answer to your question is... No. 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 How are you doing the I mean, main event? That, that's the state of, of pitching, though, this year, isn't it, Craig? I mean, even the best pitchers are getting blown up. It's so hard to find pitchers to stream nowadays. How are you, how I, are you doing the main this, event, by the way? I, I've looked into two-star pitchers for next week, Craig. Okay. Uh, I like Merrill Kelly. He's been, he's been the guy that everybody has owned once this year. He's like that guy. Yep. But his matchups are very good next week. I believe he faces the Orioles and the Marlins, if I'm not mistaken. Doesn't help me. He's not available in your league? Nope. Merrill Kelly. Did he lose his two-star week? That would suck now. And he's gone. <laughs> Not a two-star pitcher anymore, according to CBS. He was last night. Not anymore! And now he's gone. 
And he's gone. That's very frustrating. All right, today during the action hour, we're going to go through all of the baseball uh, for tonight. We're going to leave it uh, open-ended. We'll try to see, you know, where our favorite bets could lie. Frank, how did you do yesterday, buddy? We didn't give out best bets. Venture can handle it, huh? No, I mean, he probably could have. We, we talked a lot about NFL futures. We were talking about, like, Madden ratings. Yes. And then we started looking into... Uh, futures in terms of players who are expected to lead the league in rushing and receiving. So we kind of worked that back in. The Madden ratings, like, who would you say is the favorite to lead the NFL in rushing this year, Greg? The favorite's probably Ezekiel Elliott. That is correct. Yeah. He is the favorite. Assuming he doesn't hold out. I'm going to talk about that on the other side. I read something interesting about that yesterday. All right, a lot more to come. It is the BFF's Action Hour here. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Stick around. More on the way with Frank Stanfill and myself coming up next. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. So we're back here on the BFFs. We were talking about Ezekiel Elliott, where you guys were yesterday. And with, with Zeke, the reason he can't hold out is because he will elude, lose an accrued year of service time if he holds out, which I believe will then delay free agency by a year. He's not going to do that, Frank. So he's not holding out. So Ezekiel Elliott is good to go. Yeah. He's still... This is Agent F. Your, is he your RB2 in fantasy football? No, he was never my RB2. Oh, really? Yeah. So where would he rank in that top four? Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is my RB4, I think. RB4? Yeah. Okay. I actually started a best ball draft today with the second pick. I took Alvin Kamara. Oh, nice. Why did you do that? Not Zeke. Because the holdout thing? Yeah. I was just like, look, I have no concerns about Alvin Kamara. Let me play it safe with my first pick. I, I just have no concerns with him. So you think Ezekiel Elliott is he's good to go this season? He's going yeah, I, have no, I don't think you have any issue with Zeke this year. Pending like suspension and that kind of stuff. All right. What, are you, what, what did you want to... Anything you have on, your, on your mind that you wanted to get into? You say no. Not necessarily. I mean, outside of this Ezekiel Elliott situation that you brought up... Um, Do you still watch... The World Series of Poker. Did you ever watch the World Series of Poker? I might have watched it in a hotel room a few times, drunk. That's it. End of story. Hmm. It was never something I watched frequently or regularly. It's funny because when this poker boom began, I was in a hotel room in Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada, for those that are from there. And I was mesmerized by it. And it's funny because I was mesmerized along with everybody else that was mesmerized. It was the Chris Moneymaker year that he won the World Series where everyone was like, oh my God, this is awesome. And so since then, I've always, like, I'm with you, like hotel rooms, you're flipping through the channels, like, there's nothing on, like, all right, I'll watch poker. Yeah. Especially now, it's kind of a dead time in sports. All we have is baseball. <laughs> all we have is baseball. Yeah. Nothing going on. So I thought that was 
the World Series last night ended with Hussein inside defeating Dario Sammartino, uh, no relation to Bruno, for the uh, main event championship, $10 million on the line. $10 million big ones, huh, Greggy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of heard Gabe talking about this earlier. Okay. Was there any kind of scandal or anything that came out of it? Was there? No, I mean, I, I heard him. I figured if he was talking about it, it must have been in the news, but I guess it was just because it was the final. That's yeah, probably the only I, thing. I think it's just because it was the final. I'm pretty sure he went on to say that poker players during the World Series of Poker are like the most selfish people that you can ever imagine in humanity. Why is that? You were going to have to ask Gabe. I think there's a promo about it. If someone has that promo and you want to play it, uh, we can find out Alex, more were, of you, uh, you, were, you were here during the morning. More of after. Gabe's you, thoughts. You were here during the morning after. What was the uh, the reasoning here? Ah, uh-huh. well, I was making the Fanduel graphics here, so Bella would be the quest person you'd be looking for. She, she's not here, and she is not here. <laughs> I think Sean Guastamaki actually made the promo, so he's probably heard it the most. He's probably busy. He's too. busy producing something. Everybody's busy, Greg, as they should be. Listen. Very happy that everyone's working. Can on. you bet on who you think is going to win the World Series? So of poker? that was my next conversation. Yeah. Can you bet on that? I'm sure you can. Really? Yeah. You bet on anything. Hmm. So my next question was going to be: Well, it's it's very easy to to throw a poker game. Oh yeah, of course. Obviously. Obviously. But the thing is, like, the people betting on you are not going to offer you anywhere near the amount of money that you can win in the po- poker tournament. They could. Maybe. I don't know. So I don't. I would imagine you wouldn't be allowed to. I just. Bet I, I assume that you could bet like somewhere. I don't know where. But like somewhere. Yeah, it's probably not a mainstream thing. That's probably fair to say. Betting on the World Series of Poker winner. Ooh. Uh, tomorrow, by the way, I just realized this. Tomorrow, Virginia Zakis is going to join us. Is that true? Yeah. I thought they were out for why, this week. Why are, they, are they out this week? I thought we got an email last week or something about that. Did we? Well, we'll have to talk about it off the air, Greg. <laughs> hmm. I didn't know that. Because Constantine, friend of the program, friend <laughs> of the show, actually hit me up and said, uh, this is great. I have Adalberto Mondesi and Eloy Jimenez on my fantasy teams. Uh, they're both hurt. Ah, and, they are skipping next week. Can, you, are, can you, you please you ask Dr. A about this tomorrow? And I said, I don't think we have him. You are correct. Because I got the notification and I need to send him an email because I get it every Wednesday, but it's yep. an injury. I was about to do that, uh, so I'm glad you alerted me. So there will be no Dr. A, no Dr. or, Virginia, a or Virginia on the of show. Inside Injuries no. on the show tomorrow. Not going to happen. But at this time tomorrow, Alex, who you just heard downstairs, will be joining me up here. Alex, what are you, uh, what are you talking about on the show tomorrow? Well, I was telling Frankie, um, so this Friday I have a friend's 22nd birthday party in the city. Oh, all right. So I have to stay for dinner and we're going to go out and have a good time. So I have four hours to kill on Friday. Ah. And I was thinking I'm going to go take a train ride into the caucus and place my first ever bet on oh. the Fanduel app. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's because I have a lot of time to kill. So that I, sounds like know, great content. Yeah, I'm excited. So we're popping Alex's betting cherry on the air. So do you, do you know how to bet, Alex? Well, I know, you know, some of the spreads and, you know, over-unders, money lines, all Are that Are you going to, like, bet on the Mets? No, I, I, think, I, I would not do Let's that. go, Mets. Well, I want to ask, exactly, I want to ask Frankie on some of his baseball bets, but I'm thinking to huh. some, like, NFL futures, maybe Super Bowl champs. Or, like, how much money winners. How much money are you bringing? Cap it about, a, you know, a couple hundred, you know what A I couple mean? hundred. So uh, I want to place a couple. We, bets, we know, pay him more than I thought we did, Frank. Yeah, who knew? Yeah, I didn't I say a couple that. hundred. I, I I meant fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna put in five ten dollar bets, but we'll help him do it. Uh, that makes sense. That sounds like a, that sounds like a great great show, man. So that's what we have tomorrow. That's that's tomorrow on the show. Ey will be here Thursday, and then Friday you get you and Flor- you Florio and Ey. Uh, yes, precisely, Greg. 
That's good. That's good. Uh, it should be uh, some pretty good content. We got some baseball going on uh, right now around the major leagues. And should we look at some, you know what we should do? We should look at some live in-game bets. How about that? I'm pretty sure we have a show about that. It's called in-game betting. But that's, so you called, can hear that it's, tonight. It's not called in-game betting. It's called in-game, in-game live. live. So please, please Where they talk on. about in-game betting. Well, why can't we do that? I guess we can. I, I don't understand. Go ahead. All right. So here we go. Cubs are up 2-0, right? On the Reds. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Currently, the Cubs' money line is minus 470. Reds are plus 340, minus 490 now. Any interest in getting in on the Reds here? Um, not... It's, it's not crazy because Hugh Darvish is on the mound. Hugh Darvish, much like Chris Archer, his first two starts coming out of the uh, All-Star break, he's been pretty good. Right now, three and a third innings pitched. Perfect through three and a third. That's five strikeouts for you, Darvish. Uh, but it wouldn't strike me if he implodes at some point. Um, but would I jump in on the Reds right now? Probably not. I probably wouldn't. I just I trust the Cubs lineup more. They're going up against Sonny Gray, who has pitched better. But I, I, I also trust the Cubs bullpen a lot more than I trust the Reds bullpen, Greg. The Metsies currently are tied at two with your Twinkies. This is live in the fifth inning right now. Plus 180, the Mets are to win it. They're tied in the fifth. So, that probably reflects what the odds were before the game. I didn't see it. Sure. But I would imagine it was probably something similar to that. It's Jason Vargas on the mound against Martin Perez. Mm. So, it's not crazy. Don't hate it. It's not crazy. Don't hate it. Jason Vargas, a 4-2-4 ERA on the season. Martin Perez, not much better, but is better at 4-1-4. The Twins also do have a... Obviously, better lineup on the season. Against left-handed pitching, they have a 362 Woba. That's second best in baseball. The Metsies are 341 in weighted on base average against lefties. This is not a crazy bet if you want to jump in right now, Greg. I got the, I got the lot the in-game bet we should do. All right. What is that? You look at the Braves and Bruca, right? To win the game money line, they're down two, the Braves are down 2 nothing. Plus 340. What? Braves are down 2 nothing. And they are plus 340 in Miller Park against Chase Anderson. Uh-huh. With Dallas Keuchel currently on the mound for them. The Braves this year against, the, uh, against right-handed pitching are a top 10 team in baseball against right-handed pitching, Greg. Now, admittedly, it is the bottom of the fourth now. So they are running out of time. But it's only 2 nothing. Why would we not take a shot I mean, yeah, the that's, that's plus huge. Three, plus 340. I think it's the fact that the Brewers are home as well, and they're going to have last licks here. Sure. But that, is a, that is a massive number. It's one Josh Donaldson bomb. Eh, he's probably not going to hit a bomb. Probably will. It's one Freddie Freeman bomb, Greg. I mean, let's keep it real. Josh Donaldson, man. What does he got, 21 home runs on the year? 21 home runs on the year for Josh Donaldson. Heck of a year. We were wrong about that one. Yeah, admittedly. Very wrong about Josh Donaldson. He's still got something left in the tank. He does. Uh, Freddie Freeman, 25 home Who's going to be the team to pay him in the offseason? I don't know. Tell you one team it won't be. Let's go, Mets! That was not nice, Frank. All right, we got a lot more baseball to talk about. Stick around. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. And just like that, we're back, Frank. You got some info for me? Yeah, we were just talking about this a second ago. Seems like a pretty good time to jump in on the Metsies, right, Greg? Sure, why not? At plus 180, the game was, was tied. Minnesota Twins take the lead. 3-2. to two. Let's go, Mets! You love that. You, you, like, love hating on the Mets. By the way... Mitch Garver, his 15th home run of look, the season. Don't look now. Giants are up 3 nothing. Dude, I saw this yesterday. On Colorado, they are 8-2 in their last 10. They have won four in a row. They are three games under five hundred, but I believe sit just three back of the second wild card. No team is out of it for the National League wild card, except for the Miami Marlins. And? The New York Mets! I mean, they're five and a half out. I mean, they're, they're not, like, mathematically eliminated. Oh, sure, yeah. But have, have you ever seen it that bunched up, Greg? I mean, look at it compared to the American League. The American League, there's like three, four teams that you know. You're going to the playoffs. It's, your season's over. You, you, the only team you can say that about in the NL is the Miami Marlins. It's true. Legitimately. Danny, hit me some music, bud. All right. Thank you, buddy. Because I, I want to let you know that if you want to take home a million bucks playing DFS golf on the 2019 British Open... You got to get involved at DailyRoto.com. You can become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer. Use it to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament and become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of bucks playing DFS. If you're playing Daily Fantasy Golf and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount and see for yourself how you can unleash the unbelievable power of DailyRoto.com's leader's relationship with Data Golf. That's 10% off using the promo code FNTSY when you sign up at DailyRoto.com, the Daily Roto Fantasy Golf Premium Product. It's almost tea time. Get your 10% discount today. You watching the British Open, Frankie? No. All right. Just that's I'm just, no, I'm not watching the British Open. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to go over some of the bets for that. But it seems like you're not into it. I mean, you could tell me who you like, and you could tell the listeners who you like. All right. So, it's very interesting. Rory McIlroy is the betting favorite to win this thing. Rory is plus 900. Brooks Kepka is second. He's at plus 1,000, so 10 to 1. Now, it's interesting because in the last four majors, Frank, that Brooks has played in, he's known as a big game player, Brooks has finished first or second in all of the last four that he's played in. He is not the favorite here at the Open Championship. That is is Rory McIlroy. Do you get in on Brooksy, considering he's not the favorite? Do you lay something down? I actually heard Gabe talking about this earlier with his golf guest, and he made a good point. He said a lot of the times he has guests come on and they throw out all these, you know, these crazy odds, these, you know, these guys that have 75 to 1 odds to win, and he's like, you know, yeah, I mean, you could give me those, but, you know, more often than not, those are not cashing out. He's like, okay, Brooks Kepka is 10 to 1, you're not getting him at like some crazy odds, but you're still getting him at 10 to 1. And he's one of, if not the best golfer in the world right now. 
Those are not terrible odds, right? To win this thing? For me, you know, look, I haven't, admittedly, I haven't bet a lot ever on golf. I would rather bet on finishing position rather than like trying to bet on like someone to finish in the top five or top 10. Yes. Like I understand you want to, everyone wants to get rich fast, right? They want to bet on someone to win it. And you know, you get Rory at eight and a half to one, you get Brooks Kepka at 10 to one. Yeah. It's obviously easier to make a lot more money if they win. But if you bet on either one of those guys to like finish in the top 10, let's say Greg, I mean, you get Rory McIlroy to finish in the top 10 at basically even money, minus 105. There's nothing wrong with doubling your money. Is there? I don't think so. I don't think so. You're getting Brooks Koepka at plus, 15, plus 115 to finish in the top 10. What do you think about that? I mean, I know you haven't necessarily done this before, but if you were betting on golf, don't you think it's like more profitable to do it betting on finishing position? So it is, yes. Yes. But, and I was talking to Davis Maddock about this earlier in the week, RotoExperts.com. Now, Davis, the problem is, when you have a guy, and specifically, I'm talking about a guy like Jim Furyk, okay? Old veteran guy, that for whatever reason, this course matches up with him, right? Like, you have a good feeling about Jimmy Furyk, okay? The thing is, if you're going to bet on him, what? No, I just saw what his odds were. What are his odds? I don't even have 170 to 1. Okay. So Jim Furyk currently is plus 500 to finish in the top 20. All right? To finish inside the top 10, plus 500. Fine. But if you have a good feeling that he's going to have a good tournament, you like him at 500, plus 500, don't you at that point have to sprinkle on him something to win? If you're confident he's going to finish in the top five, yeah, that's what you bet on, right? Like, oh, I'm going to bet on someone to put in the top five. Don't you force yourself to sprinkle on that same player to win? Because if you finish in the top five, that's awesome. You make a little bit of money. Yep. But at that point, you're going to go nuts if he wins. No, I understand sprinkling something, but it seems like more often than not, I hear people talking about, everyone's talking about their odds to win. Only one person's going to win this thing, Greg. So I understand you want to sprinkle around a little bit. Maybe you have... Three guys that are long shots to win. I'll sprinkle a little bit on each to win this thing. But only one person's going to win. So that's why I think it's easier to almost take some of these guys who you think are going to perform well at a certain course, Greg, and you choose their finishing position. And even like, what'd you mention? It was uh, to finish inside the top five. It was plus 500. I mean, even that is probably not going to happen. But I understand what you're saying. I mean, yeah, sure. Sprinkle a little bit. But you have to. But it feels like more often than not, whenever I hear a guest, a golf guest on the network, they're talking about their odds to win this thing. And I just feel like, me personally, I would rather do like to finish inside the top 10 or top five. And I'm sure a lot of people do, but we should probably talk about that more. What do you okay. think? Sure. So let's do it right now. I mean, look, admittedly, I don't know anything about these golfers or like how they play on certain courses or... You know, I would have to, you know, watch watch a couple videos and then then get back to you, Greg. But based on what you've heard this week from Davis or Jim, you probably have a better idea. Yeah. So for me, Rory's the favorite, understandably so. You like him, obviously. You can't go wrong uh, with Brooks Kepka. It was Davis that said something really interesting. That every year in the British Open, you have one of these like random British dudes or Europeans that play this course more regularly than all the guys in the PGA Tour that will finish in the top ten, going along the lines of what you were saying. That the 
probably won't win. But if you're looking for someone like sneak in the top 10, and that guy this week is Rafa Caprarabella, who, who's a fine player, but he's not like a great player. He's plus 430 to finish in the top 10. You put, you know, 20 bucks on that, that's a nice return. That's a nice return. Yeah, that would be uh, $20 to win 86. It's not bad. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think you're asking for too much, Frank, going along to your point. Like, only one guy's going to win. All you're, new, all you're asking is for Rafa to finish in the top 10. And if everybody loves him as much as they're saying this week, nothing wrong with that. No, I think it's very cool. Another cool bet you could do on a FanDuel Sportsbook. You could bet who's going to win the group. So what I mean by that is tomorrow there's a foursome beginning at 4.14 a.m. All right? Where it locks at 4.14 a.m., I assume. Oh, so this isn't a real group. Very interesting. Excuse me. So it looks like they have grouped together players. And you could bet who's going to win the group. So if you want to bet on the Tiger Woods group, that's group B. It locks at 4.14 a.m. tomorrow. Tiger Woods, Justin Rose, Xander Schauffele, Francisco Malinari. Tigers plus 230, Justin Rose plus 240, Xander Schauffele plus 250, Molinari plus 300. I like Molinari there at plus 300. European. I like it. Justin Rose is Is that a correlation? Is you're European, so you're automatically good at the British Open? No, I just think you, you play that course more often. You have more experience there. Molinari's a really, really good player, too. Yeah, and that group specifically, I mean, there's no clear-cut favorite. I mean, it's it's... I'd say they're all pretty close. You know, it's interesting. I mean, th- there's four guys bunched between plus 230 and plus 300. They're all pretty right, exactly. From Tiger Woods to Molinari. So at that point, just playing the odds, wouldn't you just take Molinari? Because you have the best odds. They're all very, very close. And you go, you look at all these groups that the FanDuel Sportsbook have grouped together. They're all relatively close. Yeah. Which is obviously why they put obviously, those Yeah, I mean, the one players together. Rory McIlroy at plus 185 in his group, obviously, because he's the favorite. Like, I'd love to do this. Like, bet all of you, bet like one guy in each group and just see how we did. Like, parlay him together, Frank. I would a lot of money that way. <laughs> so, let me know. What's your golf best bet tomorrow, Craig? Just for tomorrow? Sure. All right, let me go here. Round one scores. Here we go. Let's have a look at somebody. Ooh. Give me. 69 and a half is low. I, oh man. See, the problem is there's no money in taking the over here for any of these guys. So 69 and a half. All these numbers are pretty low. Yeah, 69 and a half is the over-under for Tiger. Like, I think he's going to be over that number. Minus 164, I can't do that. There's a point in that. I mean, making money is not a bad thing, Greg. I mean, no, you're not I'm making not. crazy money here, but... Like it's I, not bad. Like I like Stenson and Molinari, but like that number at 69 and a half is just low yeah. for me. Tiger Woods, you bet 50 on the over at minus 164. That'll pay you out just over 30 bucks. Then you can also match bet 1v1. See what kind of odds you can get here. Like you can get Rory versus Brooks for tomorrow. Like that's pretty. Oh, sorry, for the match, not even for the round, for the match. Justin Rose versus Tiger. Patrick Cantlay, Justin Thomas. There's some good stuff here, man. This is a really good one. Shoffle and, and Francesco Molinari. Stenson and Scott's another really good one. That's why they're both even at one, minus 110. I keep hearing a lot about those two names specifically. Stenson and Scott? No, Shoffley and uh, Molinari. For me or just in general? No, because I was making some graphics yesterday for our, gol- our golf show. And obviously I see That's some golf of the- betting on demand. 
I see some of the uh, FanDuel stuff that we put out in terms of golfing as well. So I've seen those names around a little Xander bit. Xander Schauffele is one of these guys that's going to win one any day now. Win, win a major any so day. So what now. are you getting him at? Oh, 22 to 1. It's, it's fine. To win outright. He's the fifth favorite. All right. Him and Patrick Cantlay are very similar. I mean, for him to finish in the top five, plus 470. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll get back. Uh, the baseball bets from tonight. We'll let you know what those are. Right over next. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Frank, I know you're not a morning person, but would you, if you had a flight, would you ever take the first flight out? If it were cheaper, sure. So it was for me. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. Yeah. I probably just wouldn't even go to sleep, to be honest. But True. Yeah. Uh, my flight tomorrow morning, I will be in Florida before you come to work. <laughs> Seems pretty good. Yeah. I think 6 a.m. flight tomorrow. If I were you, I, might have, I would want to get out of New York as fast as possible. I might have a flight, Frank. Before, I might land in Florida before you wake up tomorrow. I'm going to come in a little bit earlier tomorrow. Oh, that's true. Because there's, you know, Frank, there's no executive Frank, sus mania Frank's around being here. the executive tomorrow, finally. It's great. Yeah, this is all I've ever wanted. Alex, are you, are you excited for Frank to be your boss tomorrow? Uh, I was his boss today as well, Greg. Yeah, I was going to say. Took <laughs> you a lot, weren't around. <laughs> took a lot from Frank today. Uh, so far, so good. How would you say his management style compares to mine? On a scale of 1 to 10? Yeah. Uh, I'd probably put it at a 6.8. It's, it's a much more lo- uh, loose environment. Yes, tomorrow. When you're not around, Greg. Tomorrow will be, uh, will be the real test. Would you say that since, um, since I took over this position, would you say it's become a looser or more um, tougher? Environment. Um, I don't know. That's actually because I feel like in some ways it's gone opposite directions. Sure. So, like in some ways it has become looser, but in other ways it's not also become more tighter. Tighter. Sure. Okay, I can accept that. So it's like a you know, it's, give it's a mixed bag. I'll take that. No problem. I mean, you know, our, our our previous leader, pretty good guy. Great guy. He's the best. <laughs> He's the best. All right. Let's get into baseball. Uh, bets for tonight. Uh, we'll, go, we'll update you in the live betting here. We got like 10 minutes or so, 13 minutes to go uh, in today's program. Frank, you ready to rock? Let's go. All right. The Los Angeles Dodgers. Are you ready to go is the question. I right? was not. The Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, it's Pavetta versus Maeda. Any thoughts? Nick Pavetta with his 5.81 ERA going up against Kenta Maeda, 3.82. I don't know. How did we do on Monday Monday night? ERA. I missed that yesterday. Did you keep track of that? Uh, I can pull it up now for you. That'd be great. Somewhere here. Uh-huh. We had... Oh, I, I, this is another thing that I was talking to you about the other day that you just weren't listening to me. Oh, all right. The Travis Darno home run in the ninth inning yes. made the total nine, yes, and it was told, a push. You told me that. It's exactly what I mentioned on Monday. I said, I would really love this if it was nine and a half because we can avoid the push. We Thank you, that. Travis Darno. 
I know the, like the White Sox, they lost. The Cincinnati Reds money line did cash at plus one, one twenty six for me. So I was uh I was one oh and one. I had one win and one push. All right. What about me? You had you got the under for the Reds and Cubs under ten. That game I believe finished six to three. That's correct. And the White Sox lost. lost. So you were one and one, I was one oh and one. Okay. Not bad. Uh, yeah, we were we were two one and one combined. That's a, that's a win to me. Not bad. Let's do it again. Phillies, there's Dodgers, a, what do you think? There's a lot of weather tonight yes, that you have is. to pay attention yes, to. Like is, all up and down the East Coast. So We could use some rain. Yeah, I don't know how much that's uh, going to affect things. I would imagine... Does, does a potential rain delay... How would you say that affects offense, Greg? I, w- I would imagine it, it stifles offense in baseball. Matter. I don't think it matters. Probably with this year's baseball, it doesn't matter. So we have Kenta Maeda and Nick Pavetta with a total at 11. That game was wild last night. One of the probably best baseball games of the year so far. The Dodgers came in in the ninth, took the lead against Hector Neris. Bottom of the ninth, you get Kenley Jansen on the mound and Bryce Harper, bases clearing double, two-run double, whatever it was. So it was a really awesome game last night. Lots of runs scored. I don't, I don't really love anything for this game. If I had to choose something, I'd probably go over the 11, even though it's a big total. Yeah, the 11 number is what I'm staring at as well. That's the one number that I like the best here. Over 11 would be my answer as well. I don't know if I want to make this my best bet yet. It's not one of my best bets. not one of your best bets. Okay. Uh, Domingo Herman, Yoni Chirinos, Yankees raised from the stadium. Yankees are a pretty heavy favorite here. Yeah, as they normally are. Minus 164. Two really good games back-to-back days. I understand they lost on Monday, but I'm going to be uh, objective here. From a pure baseball standpoint, it was a fun game to watch. Not really fun for a Yankees fan, but Travis Darno of all people, hitting three home runs on Monday, sank the Yankees, and then last night, Aaron Judge the go-ahead home run. D.D. Gregorius with the grand slam. If I had to choose something here, I don't know. The total is at 10... Domingo Herman has looked pretty good since he's returned. Yanni Chirinos has been a little bit up and down. I would probably lean under the 10, but again, I would like it a lot more if it was 10 and a half. Should we start doing the, like people's chances of hitting home runs? That's like Gary Sanchez is plus 170 to hit home run tonight. He's been in a little bit of a funk for Exactly. I find that interesting. The highest Ray is Austin Meadows at plus 250. I know we're getting crazy. <laughs> we are getting crazy here. I guess, you know what? Like, Let's say, who is most likely to hit a home run in this game? Is that fair? We give one home run pick per game? That seems like that's, a lot to that's ask a for. Lot. That's a lot to ask for. All right, well, maybe if we don't like the game overall, we give, we give a home run pick? Well, the Yankees. You let me know how you want to throw this down, Greg. All right, most likely the Yankee to hit a home run. Uh, for me, I'm going to give you my pick here. It's Edwin Encarnacion, because he's one of those power hitters. When he gets hot, they come in bunches. They're coming in bunches right now. Ed E plus 199. You got to make sure he's in the lineup first. He is in the lineup. He is batting fourth tonight. I don't hate that one. Kind of like Aaron Hicks as well. Okay, plus 370. Nice value there, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, You get the lefty bat against Yanni Torinos with that short porch. I kind of like it. DJ LeMay is plus 500. Didi Gregorius, not bad either, at plus 330. Don't take labor. He's not playing. All right, the Orioles and the Nationals. This is where major weather is in play uh, down in the mid-Atlantic region. It's Aaron Brooks against Eric Freddy. Freddy. Freddy what? Yeah, yeah, Freddie Rob. I'm going to call him Freddie. Sure. Yeah. We're getting the Nationals uh, minus 178. Big time uh, favorites here on the road in Camden Yards against the Orioles with a total of 11.5. Actually, don't hate the over here at 11.5. I think we could see runs on both sides of the board here. Greg, is there anything that you like? Is there a home run hitter that you like in this game? Yeah, I... No. Juan Soto at plus 260. 
little sneak peek for the FanDuel hurry up tonight. Uh, Juan Soto was one of Drew Dickmeyer's favorite DFS plays for tonight, going up against a fellow named Aaron Brooks, pitching for the Orioles. Juan Soto went yard last night as well. You get him at plus 260 tonight to hit a home run. Uh, I will say this, Trey Mancini broke like an 0 for 20 uh, streak last night. So good for Yeah, him. he has not been good. He, I, I think going he, into last night, he had like minus three fantasy points on the week in, in my home league. Is he droppable? Mm, I'm close. I'm close. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I've, th- I've thought about dropping him for Brett Gardner in my home league. Brett Gardner's been playing every day. It's cheap exposure to the Yankees lineup. I, it's close. You know, I'm, my, I'm close to that point. On my team, your boy Malik Smith's also uh, cold. Well, I mean, he is, he is kind of streaky. He's streaky, but I want to not drop him because he just he hits so many home runs. So many steals, excuse me. He yeah, he does not hit home runs, Greg. There's another trade in my league. This is ridiculous. Oh, so, uh, so you're saying that um, Malik Smith is not droppable? I'm wondering if he is. That's why I asked. Oh, all right. Just because, you know, you yelled at me earlier on in the baseball I season. I understand. Ah! Thank you, Greg, for providing one of my best moments of the fantasy baseball season. I'm, you're welcome. Do you like anything else in this game? No. Nationals, Orioles? No. Moving on. Thank God. Indians and... Tigers, it's Clev, it's Turnbull, minus 310 in the Cleveland Indians. And Mike Clevenger, who's been better, Frank, right? Uh, he has. He's coming off one of his uh, best starts of the season, mm-hmm. Mike Clevenger. And fun fact, Drew Digmeyer also likes Mike Clevenger as one of his top plays of the night. According to Daily Roto, he's projected a similar point total to Garrett Cole. You get him at $2,000 less on FanDuel tonight. That is Mike Clevenger going up against the lowly Detroit Tigers. That game is in Cleveland. Drew also likes Francisco Lindor tonight as one of his best plays. Get Francisco Lindor to home run in this game at plus 310, Greg, against the Bull. Bobby Bradley, you get him at plus 360. He might hit a home run tonight, but if he does, it's actually going to come in the minor leagues. He was demoted, but you can still bet on him to hit a home run in this game. Tonight against the, the Bull. You, you probably shouldn't do that. You probably shouldn't you, do you that. You probably shouldn't do that. Do you like anything from this game from a betting, betting perspective? No, it's Indians just, huge favorites, minus 310. The total is nine. It's just too much for me. I'm it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if the Indians just put up a big spot here. I wanted to be interested in the under in our next game between Trevor Richards and Chris Paddock, but it is so low. Yeah. Seven and a half is the run total. Paddock versus Richards, Padres and Marlins. The Marlins are a slight underdog, plus 130. Paddock and Pods at minus 150. Yeah, so this is actually one of my best bets tonight, and I understand that they are decent favorites, but I like the Padres quite a bit. I'm actually going to look to uh, parlay them with someone else later on. You could do a little round robin where you choose the two teams that I like just straight up money line individually. So, you know, if one team loses, they don't completely kill you in the parlay. Uh, But if both teams win and the parlay cashes, then we're looking at a pretty good night. Uh, One of my legs of that parlay is going to be the San Diego Padres money line tonight. That is Chris Paddock. Minus 150 against the Miami Marlins. All right, Chris Paddock. It's Re- the revenge game, by the way, Greg. That's right. It Former is a prospect game. Yes. with the Marlins. Yes, absolutely. That is a revenge game for you. Padres and Marlins tonight from Marlins Park. I don't think there's going to be many home run hitters in this game. <laughs> no. But it's seven and a half total. Aaron Sanchez, Eduardo Rodriguez. The Red Sox are a heavy, heavy favorite in Boston. Could get a lot of home runs in this game. Very well could. We have an 11 total in Fenway. Eduardo Rodriguez, a minus 260 favorite against Aaron Sanchez and the Blue Jays. Aaron Sanchez, man, I mean, he's just, it's been a disastrous season for him. Uh, he's dealt with a lot of injuries the past couple of years with his finger, his blister issue, fingernail. Um, 
and it, it has not worked out for him. Uh, actually, there, there are reverse splits against him. There's a higher OPS with right-handed bats against Aaron Sanchez this year, Greg. So an 879 OPS against righties this year. Maybe we're looking at a little Mookie Betts or J.D. Martinez I was thinking J.D. Martinez could be in line for home runs. Still haven't gotten uh, to my best bet yet because that's coming next. D-backs, Rangers, Jesse Chavez on the mound for Texas and Arlington against Robbie Ray in Arizona. And I know that Arizona is a slight favorite in this game, minus 124, but I'm going to take them as well. Some of these pitchers that are hearing their name on the trade market, Robbie Ray included, are starting to pitch a little bit better. And even though it's a ball's going to fly out of Arlington, I like Robbie Ray tonight in the in AZ, Arizona. I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks, my best bet tonight. And I, I don't hate this call because while the Rangers can hit the ball out of the ballpark and it is a hitter-friendly environment for them, they actually haven't been as good against left-handed pitching so far this year, Greg. Just 22nd in weighted on base average against left-handed pitching. So I think that's a pretty good call. I think Robbie Ray might have some decent success tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I Robbie Ray in Texas tonight. Ivan Nova, Danny Duffy, White Sox and Royals. I know Ivan Nova's normally my man. Should I go back to it? Uh, I actually picked up Danny Duffy in our pit league to stream tonight against the White Sox, so I hope not. I hope that Danny Duffy pitches well, uh, but it wouldn't surprise me. Eloy Jimenez got hurt last night. He might land on the IL, so he's going to be out of the lineup. That's part of the reason why I like streaming Danny Duffy tonight. The White Sox have been better against lefties, but I assume that that's with Eloy Jimenez in the lineup. He will not be. You're getting the Royals at minus 132. Total 10.5. Uh, there's nothing that I really like here. Maybe the over 10.5, but nothing that I love, Greg. I, we were talking about Daniel Ponce de Leon, by the way. He's gotten he, he, he's very, very poorly today uh, against Pittsburgh, and I left him on my bench in the pit league by accident. So it worked out great. Ponce de Leon? So there you go. Good stuff. That was quite lucky. So, feel me. Uh, one more game to go. Angels, Astros, Felix Pena, Garrett Cole, baby. What do you think? Garrett Cole, minus 188. Pretty big favorite here going up against Felix Pena, who has pitched well. The Angels, by the way, uh, have just been playing really, really uh, well since they threw that no-hitter in the memory of Tyler Skaggs. You know, Greg, I completely glossed over the Royals game. And I uh, I forgot that, that was actually the other the other leg of the parlay that I actually like tonight. Really? Because they're not huge favorites, and yeah. I think that Danny Duffy's in a pretty good spot here okay. without Eloy Jimenez in the lineup. So if you parlay together Danny Duffy and Chris Paddock, you're getting that at plus 192, a two-team parlay tonight. You're, you're hoping for the Padres and the Royals. There you go. But I like doing them separately as well. I don't hate the Angels tonight. They are playing well, even though it's facing Houston, which I don't normally like. And to it's do. Garrett Cole, so yeah. it's a tough one. He's Frank Stanfield. I'm Greg Sussman. He will do it all again tomorrow. We, we hope. hope. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Here's what you missed on the BFFs. Right now, as I said, I just have questions. And my questions today start with the Miami Dolphins. And my, my question really is, and I, I truly can't understand it, and that's why everybody 
is not in love with Kenyon Drake like I am. Like, I, I love this dude, admittedly. He helped me win a championship a couple of years ago, so I had an affinity for him. But last year with Frank Gore in Miami and, and Adam Gaze there, I was like, oh, you know, I, who knows what's to come? Who knows what he could possibly be? And it was very, very frustrating because whenever he had the ball, and it was certainly not uh, as much as he should have, I thought he succeeded. And down the stretch, he, had, he got a little bit more time. His head did come off a bit. But whenever Kenyon Drake was given an opportunity, he succeeded. Now... The two biggest detractors of Kenyon Drake are gone. There's no more Adam Gaze. There's no more Frank Gore. It's Kenyon Drake, and it's Kalen Balaj. Fine, Kalen Balaj, nothing wrong with him, all good. But Kenyon Drake has proven that he's an NFL running back. He has proven that he can have success between the tackles. He can have a success in the passing game. He can do a little bit of everything. And yet, when I look at Kenyon Drake's ADP, to me, it doesn't nearly reflect... How good he can be. Kenyon Drake is currently the 46th player off the board. When it comes to the running backs, Kenyon Drake, according to the NFFC, in the month of July, is the 22nd running back off the board. After a guy that you like, Mark Ingram. After Kerryon Johnson, who we've spoken about. Uh, right before a Philip Lindsay and a David Montgomery. To me, the fact that you're getting this guy at the end of the fourth round, maybe the early fifth, I feel like I'm missing something because this offense, which is not going to be very good, I, I get it, Brian. It has one guy. It's Kenny and Drake. He does everything. We're looking for all these situations where we want one guy. We found him. And it's someone that's had success before, Frank. What am I missing? Well, you hit on a few of the things there. I think the this team overall is not going to be very good. And I think if. Josh Rosen is the quarterback that limits some of the upside as well. I think if Ryan Fitzpatrick were the quarterback that ultimately helps the offense, helps them have big plays, and helps them get down the field in terms of putting them in position to score points overall, getting inside the red zone. So I think Ryan Fitzpatrick would help them do that, but I am uh, in the uh, I'm in the side that I believe Josh Rosen probably starts the majority of the games this year for the Miami Dolphins. I agree with you that Kenyon Drake is a really, really talented running back. We all saw it in 2017, that final month of the season where he led all running backs in rushing yards. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh.